Welcome to the GPS to Early Success podcast, where you'll discover career and life secrets from those who have successfully navigated the road before you. Buckle up and let's get to it. Welcome to the GPS show. Today we have with us Antonio Elmore, man of God who puts God first in everything. He is a real estate professional, investor, top producer, personal trainer, veteran, former AAU coach. He is a fiance, dad, granddad, and a top five barbecuer. Energetic, passionate about living his best, and self-motivated. Welcome, Antonio. Thanks for having me. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at in the world, uh, because I know this podcast is gonna go worldwide. And who was that guy you were just speaking about? He sounds like an interesting person. He, he is indeed, <laughs> he is indeed. So uh, today we have selected a couple of topics. First one is uh, the systems required to be successful. So uh, let's start with that one. What are your thoughts on that for our young audience? Um, as far as being successful, a lot of people think that there is a secret to success. Uh, in my mind frame, there is a system to success. So what I try to implement in my life is just systems and things that I can follow by. I try to program my day. So regardless of what's going on, I know I'm gonna work out in the morning. I know I'm going to deal with clients. I know I'm going to uh, do things that help produce health and wealth. So really it's just about systems and following those systems. Okay, and then when you were younger, say you're a teen, early 20 something, how did that compare to how you are living now? It, it coincides with how I live now because I've always been self-motivated. I've always kept God first in everything that I do, even from young. I mean, from, I can remember in my young teens that I was, I've always been athletic, you know, I played sports, uh, I was in a band, I was a drum major, a lot of things that put you out in the front to be a leader. Mm -hmm. um, but I try to lead by example, and I've always had something, there's always been something in me that tells me that I was gonna be successful, even though my environment or my culture wasn't necessarily uh, success-based or successful-minded. Um, mm -hmm. There was always something in me and still something in me right now that tells me there's more to life than what I see. And did you have any mentors when you were young? I did, I did. Um, um, my parents, my, I grew up, it's me, my uh, two sisters and my brother. So my parents, they were key into it. Uh, my grandmothers, I say mothers, grandmothers, because I had two grandmothers and a great-grandmother, and they were more of my mentors, you know, and they were women, strong mm -hmm. women, you mm -hmm. know, so at the end of the day, we have a we have a pretty big family, and I'm from Louisiana, so we had, a, you know, we had a big family, but it was a lot of males in our family, so being a male, my grandmother used to, she, she, she kind of shaped and formed my um, experiences and she always wanted me to be an upright man and be a good person. So, you know, with reading the Bible and going to church and all those different things, you know, she kind of instilled in me the right way to live. Yeah, well, I didn't realize we had that in common because I was always raised, also raised in a house full of women, uh -huh. single mom, <laughs> grandmother, yep. younger sister. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until uh, 13 years 
uh, after I was born, my baby brother was born. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but he was so little, you know, he didn't add a lot of testosterone to the house. <laughs> but okay. yeah, strong, strong women, yeah. Cr Christians. Yeah. We went to church, got got some good moral training. Yes, sir. And uh, and yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, respect for women. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're obviously treated, uh, taught to treat women correctly That's when right. you are raised by women <laughs> she, she used to tell me that she used to ask me questions like are you going to treat women good you know and like i said she was a strong woman and at the end of the day women are the foundation to the world you know what i mean without a woman we, we wouldn't even be here Absolutely. so i have a lot of respect for women and you know what they do and what they have to go through people just don't understand you know and yeah you know I just want to be a strong male and do the right things yeah yeah we all want to be the best version of ourselves it's it's important I'm in I'm like in a crisis to get to the best version of myself you know better isn't good if you can better I mean better isn't good if you can be your best you know? right so right that's why I try to stay focused on and I try to stay successful minded and achievement driven you know there's always goals there's always something that you can push forward um yeah. there's no retiring for me absolutely you know? so it doesn't really matter what i'm doing in my life you know when when they throw dirt on me that's when i'll stop growing absolutely absolutely <laughs> man absolutely you, you know i mean you and i have have talked a few times but yeah. we, we don't know each other real well but we have a lot in common because yes, Cause yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, it, it is not my goal to retire and sit and watch TV for the last 10 years of my life. You know what I mean? That just doesn't make any sense to me. So, you know, as long as you find a, a career that you enjoy, yep. then it doesn't feel like work anyway, so you might as well just keep doing it. And as long as you, your health allows and... Well, I'm and, in my mid-40s and I'm still learning. Yeah. You know, so it's, there's not a certain point that you're gonna get in your life where you know everything. So you just kind of just strive and like say, you after you conquer one goal mm -hmm. you set another goal and you just keep on going that's yep. the main thing absolutely yes, well, sir. this podcast is an example of my <laughs> continuous learning this <laughs> yes, is our sir. first episode we're about to publish yep. i'm figuring out as i go along mm -hmm. you know i got my friends at rock stars of tomorrow that are helping me out and, and making it a little bit easier process but before i met them i was planning just to charge forward with my little 20 dollars amazon microphone and my camera phone and just do it because i wanted to get this advice out there to the young people that, you know, it'd be a shame for me to make these hundreds of mistakes in my life and have no one else learn from them. So yeah. it's like, well, I got to get that out there. And I go, well, I'm not really one to just monologue into a camera. So mm -hmm. I'm going to start inviting some of my friends to join me and, uh, and have conversations like this. But yeah, I didn't know. I did. I knew nothing about podcasting like six months ago. Okay. And, and now I know this much about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and you will continue to Oh grow. yeah, and it's gonna get better and better yeah. every episode, I'm sure. I mean, while we get, we get to our 100th episode, 500th episode, it's gonna be, you know, it's awesome. Man. And the good thing about it is you didn't make up an excuse mm -hmm. not to do it. Yeah. You know, some people have, you know, analysis paralysis. They just overthink things. I'm the kind of person, like, I just jump into it and I figure out as I go. You know, yeah. some people are not like that, but at the end of the day, you can plan, 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 but it's all about action. Mm -hmm. You know, so put your plan to action. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I'm real big on what they call the deathbed perspective. Yes, sir. You know, where you're, you're laying on your deathbed, you know you're going to die at any time, you're looking back on your life. That's right. And, you know, are you going to have a lot of regrets or are you going to think, hey, I, I lived a good life? That's right. So in, in every decision I make these days, I mean, I'm 51 now. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that way in my 20s. I mean, I mm -hmm. thought I was invincible. I could do anything. And 
whatever. But uh, but now, you know, it's I realized that time's limited. You know, mm -hmm. I got 30 or 40 years left on this planet, and I'm going to make the most of them. And, I, and I'm going to make sure they're the best 30 or 40 years. You know, the, the first 50 were good, yep. but, but, you know, the next 30, 40 are going to be better. And I, I've, I've experienced that myself. You know, when you're younger, you feel like you're invincible. But, you know, as you get older you start realizing, you know, there's quarters to life. You got the first quarter, you got the second quarter. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get past, you know, your 40s, so let's just say if the average uh, lifespan is 80 years, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got to make it happen. I got to make it happen yeah. now. You know, time time is not promised to any man, you know? You right. never know what's going to yeah. happen. You don't have to wake up tomorrow, Yeah. you know? So... You know, you just got to make, yeah. you got to live every day like it's your last. Yeah. Well, because we, one day you're going to be right. Well, the, the thing is, we, we might think we're in the third quarter right now. But we might be in the fourth quarter with like, with like two minutes to go. <laughs> hey, I'm going to push to overtime. <laughs> so you got to have systems. You got to have a plan. You know, if you don't have a goal to shoot for, you're just wandering around. That's right. You have no idea. You know, you're, you're never going to end up where you want to go if you don't decide where you want to go. That's right. So your your systems advice is is like gold. Um, now, I know you also talked about um, attitude and imagination. Let's talk about those for a little bit. I feel like the attitude is really important. You know, um, are you the type of person that lights up a room when you come in? Or are you the type of person that makes everybody want to get away from you? Mm -hmm. You know, I've been that person on both sides, you know, so attitude is really important. Um, there's a song by the Barcades, Barcades says, your attitude is what describes you. Uh -huh. You know, um, that was one of my dad's favorite songs. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to have a good attitude. A good attitude can take you farther than working hard, mm -hmm. you know. And then your imagination, you know, God has put something into you and he's put something in you that you're supposed to do. You have a purpose. You know, I, yeah, can, absolutely. Do, I can do things based off what my purpose is. But a lot of times I look at it like, what is God's purpose for me? Mm -hmm. You know, and I meditate a lot and I try to I try to figure that out. And I let my I talk to my subconscious mind. You know, I tell my subconscious mind to give me some direction, you know, and. I, I at, at night I tell it to heal my body and different things of that sort because at the end of the day I'm not in direct connection mm -hmm. with God but my subconscious mind is mm -hmm. you know so I try to instill things in me and I, I listen to positive things and of, of course I'm a personal trainer too so I work out constantly you know five six times a day and and like I say it's 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 a conjunction between health and wealth I don't want to be wealthy and can't spend my money, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I want to be able to enjoy life, and as I get older, you know, I know God's going to bless me. I, I, I have so many blessings right now. I, I wake up in the morning, I get on my knees and say my prayers, okay? Mm -hmm. And then I have two or three minutes of time of I'm being showing gratitude, being grateful for what I have. Absolutely. Then I go to work out and then I start dealing with, you know, real estate and different things of that sort and and, you know, building a relationship with people take a long take you a long way. Mm -hmm. Um I'm pretty sure if I didn't have a good attitude, you would not have me on the show right now. Yeah. You know? I, I, I hand selected you out of a group of hundred people to be my first guest and exactly. it was a lot because your attitude. Yeah and and that's not something that was designed you know, this is yeah. just, it's just me working on myself. I try to work harder on myself than I do on my job because if you work hard on yourself, someone is going to notice you. Yeah. 
And just then like the, the job will benefit. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a trickle effect. Yeah. And of course, helping other people, that, that, that attracts it's people all, to want to help you, right? It's all about building relationships in life. You know, I'm real motivated and I'm a real confident guy. And sometimes that can... Sometimes that can lead in the wrong direction because you try to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just even with success, people, I want to be the kind of person that I want to be able to leave a trail. I want to be a trailblazer. I want to be, I want to leave, leave a path where someone else can follow because everything is not always going to be great. You're going to hit some hard times in your life. Mm -hmm. That's all it is to mm -hmm. it. But, you know, you got to have principles that you stand on. When you have those principles, no matter what comes at you, you can handle it. Mm -hmm. Let's share some hard time stories real quick. I got some, too. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and so do our listeners and yeah. our viewers. You and know? And they they, they want to know we're real people and they, that we have been through some stuff. I mean, so whatever you're willing to share. Just well, I mean, I've been through up. a lot of ups and downs in my life. Nothing has been gravy, you know. And like I say, I'm still building and I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. Um I, I'm a veteran. I, I signed up for four years. I did two years. You know that that wasn't the plan. But at the end of the day, I know that I know that God had a better plan for me. You mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. I moved here to the DFW area uh, around 20 years ago. I would say same here exactly 20 years ago. Yep, yep, yep. See, we got a lot of California <laughs> coming from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can remember a point in my life I was around maybe around 24, 25. I was doing well here, had a job and everything. And then I decided I was gonna to move to Houston. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even my idea to move to Houston. So that happened, I moved to Houston and it, was, it wasn't it was a great experience because I don't think that's where God placed me. He placed me here, mm -hmm. you know? So sometimes you try to do things just based off your mind. You need to do what the spirit tells you to do. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it was a rough time down there, and I ended up moving back down here to Dallas, and it was rough trying to get back on my feet. Mm -hmm. I have this story. I call it the pickle juice story. <laughs> my kids know about it, and they don't want to hear it <laughs> because I tell this story a lot. Uh, it was basically when I moved back down here, I had three different apartments at one time, and I couldn't pay for any one of them. So every time the lease, it's time to pay for one, I'll just go get another one and another. Like I said, I had three yeah, different apartments. That was quite creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the end of the day, uh, the last apartment that I had, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to keep food in the refrigerator. I mean, at one point, like I said, this is the pickle juice story. All we had in our refrigerator with some pickle juice. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I can remember one day I was telling my cousin, I was like, okay, I've ate, um, I ate some kind of sandwich that day. And then I told him, don't drink all the pickle juice because I want some of that yeah. tonight. That's you dinner. <laughs> that, exactly. <laughs> so that's my pickle juice story. So, and guess what? I have about two or three bottles of pickle juice in my refrigerator now. I'm doing well now. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's, that reminds me yeah. all the time. Every time I open yeah. up my refrigerator, I see pickle juice. And there's there's nice pickles in there yeah. also. Yeah. There's not just pickle juice in yeah. there, but that's my story. And good good I mean, reminder every time you open the fridge, right? <laughs> hey man, life life will hit you in all type of different directions. Absolutely. You know, people everyone wants a success and everybody wants to be blessed, but are you tough enough 
to be blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, being blessed is not necessarily you mm -hmm. just riding around and having a great day and driving nice cars and all that. Yeah. People, successful people go through a lot of stuff too. But you have to be tough enough to be blessed in success. Right. <laughs> and you have to be willing to humble yourself. That's right. And that, believe me, that's a humbling experience. Yeah. Because I, I, I've never went through that. I mean, like I said, I was always a leader and I always had things and I was always focused on getting to the next level. But when God took me through that, man, you know, I mean, sometimes rock bottom could be a great place to build a foundation because mm -hmm. I was at rock bottom. Yeah, okay. I got a rock bottom story. <laughs> I did. Well, let's hear it. I did. <laughs> no, I, I was in uh, corporate marketing for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I worked uh, on the FedEx.com web team. Mm -hmm. I worked on the Nokia mobile phones when they were a big deal. Okay. Uh, North American e-commerce manager. <laughs> and, and they were cool jobs. I mean, as far as the work goes, the work was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but the politics killed me. You know, there's yeah. a lot of backstabbing and yes. lying and mudslinging. Yes. And, and I was never any good at that game. I didn't want to be good at that game. You, you should. No, but uh, I, I lasted 18 years in it. And then uh, one day I just couldn't do it anymore, mm -hmm. and I, I had to make a change. But actually, before that, um, about one year, one year prior to that, I started feeling on my 40th birthday. I started feeling like um, something's wrong. My life isn't right. I need to make a change. Mm -hmm. So I bought myself a Harley Davidson for my 40th birthday, and I said, "Okay, that's what I need. This is going to juice my life up." <laughs> yeah, and this... and, and it kind of did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. It was really loud and fast, and I, I enjoyed it. But then I, after the the novelty wore off, I'm like, "Okay, this didn't really fix my life." <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, so then I had to figure, okay, well, what am I going to do with myself? And and so I, I tried going independent for a while with my marketing skills, mm -hmm. and and that was a rough road. And then um, my big sister, who's a teacher out in California, okay. she said, you know what? You got a heart for kids. You're good at explaining things. Want, I think you should be a teacher. And like light bulb went off like, mm -hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah. And, yeah. and you'd be surprised how God sends a messenger, mm -hmm. you know, on something that you're called to do. Because a lot of us, it, it takes a lot of us, some, well, some people know, you know, fast, but most of us, it takes us a long time to feel out what we're called to do. You know, you just never know what you're called to do, but that's why I pray a lot, and that's why I ask for intuition, mm -hmm. you know, to understand what I need to be doing. That's funny. I was in corporate for 13 years. I woke my way from a customer service rep all the way up to the manager, you know, and I felt pretty secure in that job until they start doing layoffs, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. I've been through multiple layoffs over the 18 years. Yeah, but guess scary. What? Three months before I was laid off, I I started an LLC, and I was going to start investing in real estate. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I didn't know that I was going to be laid off. But by the time I was laid off, I was already in the motion of doing mm -hmm. real estate. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to be an investor. I'm going to have rental properties and all this kind of stuff. But I was always needing a realtor's information. So I was like, you know what? I'm in laid off status, so why don't I go ahead and just become a realtor? Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes gotta put you in a position where mm -hmm. a problem is really an opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's a two-sided coin. Mm -hmm. So let's just say if we took a quarter, it has two sides to a quarter, right? Mm -hmm. I look at this in life, there's two sides to a coin. There's opportunity and there's problems, which is the same coin. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times in life, yeah, God will which, give you which a, side you focus on is up to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, God will give you a problem, 
but it's really an opportunity. It just depends on how you look mm -hmm. at it, you know? So yeah. that's my story. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I love quotes and, and just short bits of wisdom, you know, so mm -hmm. I, I collect those. And um, there was one that said something like, um, a lot of people miss opportunities because it's dressed up in overalls and looks like work. That's right, that's right, that's right. There's, a, there's, there's an opportunity that's dressed up like a problem, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes if something bothers you or if something is like annoys you, you may be called to fix that, yeah. you know? You yeah. just never know. If there's something that just like aggravates you, oh, I hate the way this person does this and, I, and they do that, or why can't this person do this better? Maybe you're the person that's called to get it right, mm -hmm. you know? So you just gotta look at, it's all about how you look at things. We've been around long enough to see uh, a lot of busy people, mm -hmm. us included, yep. you know, and our coworkers and yep. such. And um, something that, especially young people who are just starting their careers, mm -hmm. don't often understand the difference between these two words, and they are activity and productivity. So, what, what do you think? What do you think about those two words? Uh, I speak from experience with that. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to be doing high gain activities that are going to reduce for you. Um, you know, I'm a personal trainer, so I use I use a lot of, you know, things that coincide with training. So let's just imagine that if you're on a treadmill, you're running, but you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're in the same place. So that's what I kind of use when when I say activity versus productivity. Now, if you're on a treadmill, you, you're producing, mm -hmm. But there's a difference if you were out running outside, mm -hmm. going somewhere, you know, so you can run in place all day. You can be busy, you can, but is it producing? Is it high gain activity for you? So let's just like in real estate, I can go around showing house, I can go show 20 houses mm -hmm. to an unqualified person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can't, can't, can't get approved for a loan, but you spent... 20, uh, how, how we, 20, houses. 20 hours, 720 houses. That's, <laughs> that's not going to produce anything. Right, okay. Right, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's basically working for free. Mm -hmm. So you want to do something that has an end game to it. So you've got the person qualified and whatnot. You're showing houses. You know, you are moving forward, you know. So business is the busyness is going to lead to business mm -hmm. instead of me just running around being busy, doing things that don't really matter. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, let's just say, if I need to make 20 phone calls in that day, I can go, I can go mow the yard, I can go wash clothes, I can do a lot of stuff being busy, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, I haven't did anything. Yeah, didn't make any money. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I mean by, yeah. you know, being busy, it's the difference between being busy and doing business. Yeah. Now, okay, that takes me down a path of thought about procrastination and fear. Oh, boy. You know, so yeah. I know for myself, from my own personal experience, yeah. that I'll have a list of five things to do in a day, mm -hmm. and there's one that's super important, but it scares the heck out of me. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go work on the other four first, just so I'll feel like I got something done. Yeah, yeah. But really, I'm trying to avoid that big scary thing that needs to be done first, but I'm putting it off just because I'm a scaredy cat. That's the things that have to be done. Now, see, I'm a little bit different in that because. I'm gonna make sure that most important thing gets done yeah. because at the end of the day, I know it's going to lead me to where I need to be. 
you know, just doing the little minor things and you're wasting time, really. Yeah. And that's something that we all don't have a lot yeah. of, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's you can't get it back. Procrastinating is not going to get you anywhere. You know, you got to be focused. You got to yeah. be disciplined and you got to think about the end game. Yeah. You know, what is your why? You know, that's that's the main thing right there. If I'm if I'm doing it for my kids or doing it for my grandkids or doing it for my mom, my fiance, whoever I'm doing it for. It's bigger than me because mm -hmm. me, I can, I can, you know, I, I listen to a lot of quotes and there's a quote that uh, Les Brown has, you know, he said, do what is hard and your life will be easy, mm -hmm. but do what is easy and your life will be hard. Mm -hmm. And basically what that means is, you know, if you do what's easy, you know, you make up excuses of why you can't do things and you procrastinate and all this good stuff, you know, your life is going to be hard. Mm -hmm. But if you have discipline, you have focus and you do the things that you don't want to do, mm -hmm. even though you need to do them, yeah. your life will be a lot easier. Now we have a, a an educator's version of that mm -hmm. that says hard school, mm -hmm. easy life. Uh-huh. Easy school, hard life. That's <laughs> the you same know? thing. Yeah, same thing, but it's it's all about getting the kids to hit the books. That's right. You know, hit the books now, work hard, you'll have yep. a nice cushy life later with a good job. Yep. But you slack off in school, you learn nothing, you're gonna flip burgers the rest of your life, you're not gonna be happy. So choose yep. choose choose which part of your life you want to be hard. And I was like that growing up, you know, it's some people some people just they just had it, you know, but growing up I used to always tell myself, I am going to work my tail off right now while I'm in my 20s and mm -hmm. whatnot, because when I get in my 40s and my 50s, I don't want to have to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And uh, believe me, I speak from experience, and then I see people that I've grown up with, and they did a lot of playing around, mm -hmm. you know, growing up. Mm -hmm. I was very disciplined, and I was like, you know what, I'm focusing on taking, there's an old man that's coming to my house. Me. One day, I used to tell mm -hmm. myself when I was young, in my 20s, there's going to be an old man that shows up at your door one day, mm -hmm. and that's going to be the older version of you. Mm -hmm. You need to take care of that older man right now. Mm -hmm. So while I'm young and I'm energetic and I can do all these things, I'm trying to, when I was 20, I was trying to take care of the 40-year-old me. Now I'm in my 40s, I'm trying to take care of the 60-year-old me. It's it's all in conjunction. You got to start mm -hmm. thinking ahead and what's the end game. Because I don't want to be in my 60s looking for a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm in a point where I've done all the working for someone else. It's time I'm willing to bet on myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what you got to do. You know, mm -hmm. you, I've done a lot of things in my life. You've done a lot of things in your life. But at the end of the day, they were all experiences mm -hmm. that get us to a certain point in our life where we should be able to 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 be able to create on our own. Right. You know, I don't want to have to go in into a job and get a paycheck, you know, I don't, but I don't have an ego, you know, it's, I call ego edging God out, you know? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to stay focused on his purpose for me. And at the end of the day, I don't always have all the right answers, but I'm willing to sit down and let my mind wonder. And I'm, and that's where I come back to the imagination. You have to have imagination. If I see a, a really nice car, let's just say somebody's driving around in a Lamborghini, I don't look at it and be like, oh my gosh, you're doing great. I picture myself in that Lamborghini. And be like, you know what, I'm gonna have that one day. Mm -hmm. And it's not really all about the material things, but if you take care of your personal life, your the material things will come. That's good, that's good stuff. Anybody who's listening locally mm -hmm. in North Texas, I would like for them to know how to get a hold of you if, if they 
have real estate needs. But before you do that, any other last advice? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for what you're doing because it means a lot. I mean, you are working with the kids and you know, you're know you mentoring right now without even having someone here to mentor, mm -hmm. you know? So at the end of the day, what you're doing is great. Uh, I love the podcast, I love the environment. You know, you're doing great things and keep doing it, you know? Thanks. Um, as far as any motivation, I would tell the kids to just do what you're called to do. You don't necessarily know what you're called to do, but you can definitely find out. Mm -hmm. And you know, experience and experience is a good teacher. Experience fail often, yes, fail yes, early. Yes. You know, because at the end of the day, failure—you're not judged off all your failures. You know, but your success is in direct correlation with all your failures. Like, like you said with Thomas Edison, how many times did he try to make the light bulb? Seventeen thousand or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Those times don't even matter, right? You know, so you will fail your way to success. Uh, as far as getting in touch with me, I'm Antonio Elmore. Um, right now, I'm with uh, Ebby Holiday Realtors. Antonio Elmore at Ebby Holiday. Antonio Elmore at Ebby.com, or they can reach me at four six nine four three zero nine one seven nine. And like I said, I, I I like to look at myself as a real estate professional, so I help people buy. I help people uh, sell, I help people lease, and I have a good relationship with investors. So, and I'm an investor myself. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> if anybody wants to get in touch with me and they want to move to the DFW area, or if they need any information, like far as you know the value of the house or anything, it's all about being helpful. That's what I'm here for to help. I can help. That's great, and I will make sure I put all that contact information in the show notes yes sir uh so they'll have an easy access in case they couldn't write fast enough whatever <laughs> we'll, we'll have it there link clickable links and all that all good so uh all right this uh, i think wraps up this episode and uh just want to say thank you very much for coming in and having, having this me. great talk and uh again i hope, hope our audience enjoyed this talk as much as we did and uh, uh li listeners and and viewers on youtube please um you know, let us know what you thought. You know, we're just getting started here. So give us your comments. Um, you know, we'd love to hear what we did right, but we're also re ready for the, <laughs> you know, the uh, the little sting of the, well, this could have been better, but yep. please give us the feedback. We want to know, because this is uh, episode one for us and uh, we want to make it better. And if there's a topic that you would really like to hear uh, on a future episode, please put that in the comments as well so that I can uh, you know, make sure that we, we cover uh, the topics you wanna to hear about. So uh, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. God bless. That is all we have for you today. Whenever you feel lost, we'll be here to show you the way. Big thank you to Rockstars of Tomorrow in Frisco, Texas for the use of their state-of-the-art recording studio and for supporting our cause. Leave a review on your favorite podcast player or go to thegpsshow.com be notified of every new episode.